0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Financial Answer Podcast. As always, we're going to talk about investing, finance, and retirement with Nathan, my pal. What's going on, my friend? How are you?
1: Hey, doing good. doing really good. I'm looking forward to the show today, as always. Well, cool. It's it's so good doing this. So we just get a lot of good comments and happy that all of you are listening. So uh, we hope to have some good stuff for you today.
0: Yeah, actually, normally I'd beat around the bush and banter for a minute, but we're going to get right into the news. So I got this interesting topic for you. Hit the news thing. Extra, extra, read all about it. All right, so that was our little news bumper there. So check this out. What is going on with small caps? Uh, Nathan, yeah, there has been yeah. the last couple days at the time of this podcast. This is uh, the 10th of September. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10th or 11th. I don't know what day it is now. <laughs> but it's anyway, the 10th. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Uh, but, the, but small caps are like, they're on the move.
1: Yes, they are. And that's a surprise, I guess. I mean, not a surprise to me, you know, and to most advisors, but it is a surprise, you know, to the media, basically, because the past five years, large caps have just been the king, you know, for the most part. They've been doing really good. And, you know, we look at that time frame and they're up, you know, 12, 15 percent on average a year over that time frame. And just the last few days, small caps have just been rocking it out of the park. It's been crazy. So, yes. Yesterday, small caps were up almost 2%, and large caps, for the most part, were down. So, you know, this just comes back to the key of diversification. You've got to have that in your portfolio and make sure that you do own small caps. A lot of people don't. A lot of people you know, just don't have that diversification that they need. And they see a mutual fund that's named, you know, small cap fund or whatever. Right, and right. and they think they own small caps. But when you actually look at the stocks that are inside the fund, they're not there. A lot of times they're mid caps because, oh, okay. because mid caps have been doing a little better than small caps here. So, you know, an article I was reading this morning was talking about, hey, it's probably time for the shift to happen and small caps to take the lead again, you know, like they typically are. And it's just you know, a lot of people I think are going to miss out on that because they don't have small caps. So make sure you have that conversation with your advisor and say, look, I got to have some of these in my portfolio because of diversification. That's what this is all about. So
0: So you can, if you wanted to, let's say you've got a mutual fund X and you've got X, Y, and Z, right? So you could take those names. You can go look at what's in those, right? They can go, they can go Google search those and see if morningstar. Morningstar. Okay. Um, Yeah.
1: Morningstar.com. It's free and you can type in the ticker symbol of your mutual fund, which is just the five letter symbol of the fund and Mm -hmm. you can google that to find it type that in at the top and then just click on that look at the actual investment style of the mutual fund style okay yeah it's going to be kind of right up in that top segment when it first pulls up on Morningstar. and so look at that the investment style it'll tell you where that fund is investing and you know you on your small caps you want to make sure that they're actually investing in small caps and not mid caps or even sometimes i've seen large caps that are in a small cap fun so it's
0: it's weird all right so do you think that small caps are just in general now we talk a lot about not just making moves here on the program for the sake of making moves no Uh, that's right is, is this something where you know looking forward that we think that small caps might be taking that lead and should we just is it more just about getting evenly balanced than it is just saying hey let's just switch from large to small
1: It is. It's getting that balance in the portfolio. You know, you can take too much risk. Small caps historically have done much better than large caps. On average per year, they do much better over a long time frame. So you want to make sure that you have small caps in there, but you can put too much. So you really need to work with your advisor and make sure that it's a balanced allocation, not maybe a balanced portfolio. That's not what I'm recommending. I'm just saying, make sure that it's efficient, that it's getting the best return that it can by adding just enough to take it to that point before it falls off into the, whoa, that's too much risk. Gotcha. So, okay. Cool. Yeah, It's Very just a cool. good balance there.
0: So something to certainly talk with your advisor about, the move that small caps seem to be making. And, of course, you can always talk with Nathan as well. You can get a second opinion from him on the plan you've got. Just give him a call. If you'd like, Eight five five fifty one 51 coach Eight five five fifty one coach As always, you can tune in to the Financial Answer podcast by going to thefinancialanswer.com and subscribing to us while you're there. And don't forget to share it. We've got a couple of share buttons there. I think there's Facebook, Twitter. I think you can even do it in text form as well. So you could text it to a friend and say, hey, this is a cool podcast. You should check it out. All right, so let's turn to our confidence corner this week. I like money. I like money knowing that i haven't it's time for the confidence corner all right so let's talk about this week's confidence corner and that is decision making roadblocks the producers wrote impediments but i don't like that word i'm gonna go with roadblock (laughs) (laughs) roadblocks is much roadblocks is more like roadblock There's so many roadblocks Uh, to investing in and and, and to
1: making, you know, the right plan and all of these things. So these are some good topics that we're going to cover Yeah,
0: And all I can think about with impediments is Sylvester, the cat from the Looney Tunes with his speech impediment, you know, (laughs) like that's the only thing I can think about. Uh, So uh, I'm going to go with roadblocks. So so for some people, Nathan, the biggest problem with financial planning isn't necessarily making a wrong decision. It's often that we don't make one at all, right? Yes, that's true. We We just kind of procrastinate. Yeah. Yeah for for your one of your favorite hobbies we'll call it you know sometimes you got to fish or cut bait right that's
1: true yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's sometimes right. you uh-huh.
0: got to be willing to just you know get out there and do it or just cut bait and say all right I'm done packing it in right that's right one way or the other you got to make a decision so let's kick it off with too many decisions to make so yeah. i get it if you have mm-hmm. trouble making financial decisions math's not your thing finance is not your thing it intimidates you whatever It's super daunting when you think, oh, my Lord, how many of these decisions do I need to make? There's a lot of them.
1: (laughs) There is. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about so many things and it just becomes overwhelming to people. You know, I mean, you're trying to make the best decision on Social Security and when to retire and should you take this pension benefit or that one and life insurance and what should you do about your mortgage and all these different things. It's just a lot of lot of stuff. Okay. and. A lot of times what it comes down to is people just really don't know what they don't truly understand or they don't know what they don't know. Right, so okay. it comes down to that and they don't know the right questions to ask. So you've got to have some guidance here. You've got to have some help just to make sure that you're doing the right things for your plan and it doesn't have to all be done today. Okay, that's the thing that you know ends up happening a lot of times is people try to just they get on this kick and I'm going to retire next month and I'm going to do all these things so I got to get all this done. It doesn't have to be done today, but well,
0: if you're retiring next month, it might be. (laughs) (laughs) So you might you might need to do it a little faster than if you're retiring in two years or five years. No, that's true.
1: (laughs) That's true. There is going to be a little bit of pressure. A little more more pressure, Uh, but but you can still do it over segments with your advisor and make sure that you understand everything and get some good advice on each particular segment that you're looking at. So just a lot of things that you have to factor in and some things apply, some things don't. Everyone's situation is different. So just make sure that you are working with a retirement planner, not just an advisor, financial advisor. You need to work with a planner that can help you make these decisions and make good decisions going forward.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, you're talking, you know, roadblocks, they're only going to get bigger, thicker, deeper, whatever you want to label it as do, the yeah. closer you yeah. get to retirement. So try Trying to start a little sooner is certainly going to help. And there are a lot of decisions to make. So kind of baby stepping it, chopping that roadblock down one at a time. Good way to go. Um, right. Okay, so you're thinking to yourself, i got a ton of decisions to make. I know. I'll start doing some research myself, which I think yeah, is a great awesome. idea.
1: It is. It is a great idea. But then
0: but. what happens yeah,
1: <laughs> what happens is you end up getting overwhelmed. You know, I mean, you type in the word mutual fund and there's forty-nine. articles. Right. The internet articles it can be our friend up, and so. it can
0: also be like, oh, my Lord. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, a
1: lot of, of information yeah. out there, you know, which is great. The Internet is great for that. But you don't know that the information is accurate, number one, and you don't know that it's perfect for your situation, number two. So, you know, you end up doing that research and and finding a lot of different things. And then what happens is you just get the old term analysis paralysis. You, right, know, right, you just get right. stuck because there's so much information that you're trying to absorb. You end up becoming overwhelmed. You don't know what to do. You can't make a decision because you read this that said this was good, and this said that was bad, and all these kind of things happen.
0: Well, you know? much like politics, I think, on the Internet, you <laughs> can also – That's exactly right. You can, I, well, I think you can also find anything to support what you're already thinking. You know oh, what I mean? 100%. Yeah. So if you're, yeah. if you're kind of saying, I think I should do this, this, and this with my money, but I need to go find out for sure, well, if you have – if you have a tendency to look for those answers, you're probably going to find them. And then you may think, well, hey, I was right all along, so I don't need any help or, you know, whatever that kind of turns into. And that might be true, but it may not be because it's pretty easy. The internet is really good at at finding ways to support our own beliefs, our own (laughs) thoughts. And so you want to make sure you're definitely doing research, but not so much research that A, you're getting more confused, or B, that you're not getting a good broad spectrum of the things that need to be available to you. Because I think one of the reasons we say this all the time with you being a financial coach is that you do have to have somebody that can hold your feet to the fire. Like You know what I mean? Like You think, well, I'm paying this guy. He needs to tell me what I want to hear. (laughs) In some businesses, sure. In this one, I would say no
1: absolutely not and that's the thing that you know i like to tell my clients is that i will be the first person to tell you no if you don't need to do something you know that's what right. you, you need still to do sometimes but yeah. i'm gonna tell you that's right it's your money it's your retirement you can still do it but you know just because bitcoin is really really hot and popular right now does not mean it's a great investment so you right. know just a lot of things like that that people come to me with and ask questions and you can you know, really just have that other person to bounce ideas off of that hopefully is very knowledgeable. I know we try to be, I try to be with what I'm doing. And so, right, you right. know, hopefully your advisor is the same way. Just make sure that, that they know what they're talking about. They can explain things to you in a clear and easy to understand way and just make sure that things are fit for what you need over time.
0: Well, you know, and as a registered investment advisor, which you are, and you've been doing this now for, I don't know, what are we on, 17 years or so? Something yeah, like that. yeah. 49 um, years now. 49, 4 million <laughs> years. Uh, but as a registered investment advisor, uh, you know, Know, again, you you've also done. I do a bunch of shows, as you know. I want to do of radio shows, and I saw this email on a show the other day. And the lady was talking about how her like brother-in-law or something like that is now a financial advisor, oh, but yeah. just like last year, he was a life coach, and he worked at Starbucks <laughs> or something like that. It was something <laughs> like that in the email. And so her thought was like, "How do you like?" She's like, "Obviously, I'm not going to go to my brother-in-law, but like, how do you know if someone's actually you know done the?" quote unquote time to yeah. be, you know, to be good at this. And it's like, well, there's several things, but yeah, so someone's been doing this for a year or two. doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad at it, no, but they just right. don't have the experience and maybe they don't have the education backing it up. You've gone through a lot of pieces to get some of the designations you have, but also have years of experience to add to that.
1: That's right. And everyone knows that has a little time under their belt. Everyone knows that experience is the key teacher to our life. You know, it's the main educator that we have. And so experience helps tremendously and it, it helps to help guide clients in making good decisions. and But also education is a key. And, you know, that's it's so crazy that there are very few hurdles to jump over to get into the f- financial advisory industry. Right. But actually being a true good advisor, there's a lot of talk about that out there in, you know, the industry publications now. But being a really good true advisor for your clients takes years. You know, it, it does, just yeah. takes a lot of work and a lot of experience and a lot of studying to make sure that you're doing what they need and the right things for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and sometimes that can be a roadblock. General confusion was kind of what I was going with there. Sometimes it could just be simply you're confused about who to turn to and what makes a good advisor or good credentials, if you will, or maybe you're just generally confused by math yourself and you just don't get it when they talk to you. You feel like they're talking, you know, over your head or, you know, <laughs> those right. kinds of things. So yeah, you know, finding a good person that can help break things down for you, especially if you have some general confusion around that. And Hey, I get it. I talk about this stuff on the radio all the time, and I still have lots of places where it confuses me. So it's okay to feel a little overwhelmed by some of this, but that's why you want to find a, a good advisor to work with, a good financial coach. And then as you're interviewing people or talking to people, see if they give you the warm fuzzies. Our gut is very powerful, and sometimes I think we, yeah, should, that's true. we should use that. You know, It's
1: a lot about relationship. And yeah. so if you don't have that connection with the advisor, if you don't kind of really get along with them then don't work with them find right. somebody else there's plenty of advisors out there to help we'll yourself. go the
0: opposite right even if they've got like you know all the credentials under the sun and they've got a huge practice and they're clearly like know their stuff yeah. and you know but yeah. if you just don't get along well or you just don't have that warm fuzzy feeling that's a big chunk of it you should maybe listen to that so yeah that's true lots of things to consider in there in those decision making roadblocks maybe this one's pretty short nathan but maybe for some people like my brother for example he i, I throw him under the bus on the show all the time but he <laughs> he right. is super <laughs> hesitant to talk about money like oh, a lot just, of people are yeah like no. it just weirds him out to have to tell someone anything about his personal financial stuff yeah. Um, yeah as a matter of fact i had to ask a question to you offline you know that i wanted to relay some information because i couldn't get him to talk to you because he's super shy and he's yeah. super hesitant yeah. about talking to people and so there how do you work with people who have that roadblock how do you work through that as a coaching process
1: you know mark i think a lot of this comes down to just people a lot of times are embarrassed because they don't think they've saved what they should have saved right you know well, he and got wiped out
0: that, in 08 for example yeah, so i think he definitely things, feels embarrassed yeah
1: things happen like that you know it's not just him that that's happened oh, God, to. No, there's yeah. been you know a lot of Millions, people that yeah. that's happened to yes over time and it, that's life that's what happens to a lot of us and so it's something that You cannot bury your head in the sand is what it comes down to. You've got to, you know, talk about it and make sure that you understand some things about it. And what ends up happening to basically the general population, I would say, is, you know, when we're 20 and 30, we like talking about money, but maybe not like (laughs) retirement planning and stuff like that. We're like, I got money, y'all. Let's go to the joints. Let's go to the bar. Yeah. 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 So all of that stuff is great. But, you know, that's when... Really, the power of compounding interest can really kick in, yeah. you know, but a lot of people don't really understand that until their 40s or uh, un- unfortunately, a lot of times even in their 50s mm-hmm. when when that power of compounding interest has diminished by 90%. You <laughs> Greatly, know? Yeah. So, yeah, so you've got to start that conversation early and make sure that you're on the right track and, and get things going. It just makes it easier. It's not a necessity. It just makes it easier to get to that point, to the retirement goals that you want over time. Time. Yeah, so yeah. don't put it off. Don't bury your head in the sand. Talk early, and now is the time. Yeah, don't wait. And, and even you if know? you're, you
0: know, even if it's, it just makes you uncomfortable, you've got to kind of push through that a little bit. If it's uh, your retirement you're talking about here it's not just a vacation or it's not just you know some you know car payment or something like that you're talking about 30 years of you know <laughs> unemployment if you will that's right <laughs> so, and
1: it comes back to you know a good advisor is just gonna make that as easy as make possible it easier for right you. Exactly. yeah right and so just an easy conversation to have each time you meet with them and make sure that things are working out they're doing yeah. work in the background you know yeah, while, exactly. while you're just answering questions for them so that's it true. makes it easier that's on true you.
0: well let's talk about our final roadblock and then we'll get out of here for this podcast and that's that's you know those traumatic life events that we're all going to go through now i get these ones i get being really complicated to have to deal with because something traumatic's happened in your life and yeah. it does require decisions to be made financially and maybe you're not in the best place, you know, mentally or emotionally to handle that. So again, having a person working to work with can help. And of course, things like the loss of a job, like if you've been basically forced into retirement unexpectedly, um, divorce out of the blue. Yes, that's a big one, yeah. Uh, And then of course, obviously, you know, loss of a spouse, you know.
1: Right, right. Yeah, so there's a lot of things that can happen, you know, and uh, the key in here again is I think that you just don't need to bury your head in the sand and you know we'll fix it
0: later kind of mentality. Now, that's now for not going to help. Some of these, you do um, have some time to make decisions, right? Yeah, but no, you still right. do have to make them.
1: That's true. You do. And so making sure that you're doing the right thing is super important with these events because it's such an emotional time. You know, right. a loss of a job is traumatic for anyone and a spouse or divorce or anything. A lot of those things, if you losing these things, that makes a big difference on decisions that you need to make going forward and how you set things up and how you just plan for your future and so again take the time to sit down with your advisor make sure that you're doing the right thing and that's you know really where we come into play here and where we help is just kind of stepping back and saying hey let's just take a look at this whole picture let's see where you are and you don't have to make decisions today we'll work on this this is the trying to accomplish their wishes is what i like to call them these are things that you want to do you hope to do but Life may throw some curves at you as it's already done in this situation. And so we're going to try to get to these things. But ultimately, we want to make sure that you're going to be comfortable in retirement and in between now in retirement and making good decisions going forward.
0: Yeah. And I think all of these, you know, roadblocks, they're, they're understandable. We, we They have, they all affect us and, and we get it. So a lot of ways, that, and that's one of the reasons we do the podcast. So it's hopefully to try to get us thinking and working through some of these things. And of course, we try to make that easy for you. So as always, you can go subscribe to the podcast at thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. And while you're there, you can click on, uh, we're going to switch this out to the Investor Awareness Guide. But for now, you can also get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It's on the web there as well but you can click on right at the top of the page you can click on episodes you can listen to past episodes there's links for Apple Google Spotify stitcher all that kind of stuff so you can check out some past ones and hopefully work through some of these roadblocks go back and listen to some past episodes that we've done talking about some of these different things and maybe that'll help get you along the way as well and of course if you have questions or do want to take some action or, or sit down and have a conversation, always talk with your professional. If you don't have one, reach out to Nathan at eight five five fifty one coach That's eight five five fifty one coach And I think that'll do it for this week on the podcast, uh, Roblox. Hopefully we've helped some people think about, you know, looking for them and then maybe some ways around them.
1: Yeah, that's right, and uh, I'm glad you didn't get blown away last week. Oh, I appreciate my it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, the hurricane yeah. got pretty close to you. It did. It, it did so, some yeah. damage to our yeah. coast
0: there, but we were fortunate. Well, I tell you what, I will leave us with a fun and off the wall, interesting fact for the week. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you have ten dollars in your pocket and no debt to your name, you actually would be wealthier than twenty percent of all the rest of the Americans. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? That is. So that tells you debt is massive for everyone in the country. Yeah.
1: Yep. It is. It is, and that's um, you know we tend to see shifts of that throughout the economy. (laughs) So
0: So maybe we'll maybe we'll do a podcast on debt coming up here pretty soon, and and ways to uh, look at bringing that down or kind of getting rid of some of that. So, folks, thanks so much for your time here on the Financial Answer. Make sure you go subscribe to us and uh, check Nathan out there at thefinancialanswer.com. We'll catch you later.